Howie, thank you. Thank you so much. You're too kind. It sounds like uh, the crowd at one of my shows early on in my career. <laughs> or a social distance crowd, you know. I've been playing some of these acoustic gigs. Uh, played at La Jolla last, uh, last week. La Jolla Hennessy's. That was so much fun. And then... Um, I mean, did a little warm-up set at the Cove a couple weeks before. I talked about that. But I have shows coming up. Uh, April 1st, I'm going back to Hennessy's in La Jolla. And then, uh, let's see, May 13th, I got something at Wildwood. And then Whiskey Girl and Tin Roof. I got to check the dates on those. Things are coming up, man. Playing some acoustic gigs around San Diego. Let's have some fun. I'm also, uh, like I said, I was working on this uh, MGK uh, cover track with my boy Soul, so I'm trying to get him in the studio. Everybody just seemed to up and run. Spring break, everybody's like, I'm leaving. So uh, we were supposed to have Sheila come in, my boy Brandon come in, and they're like, no, nah, we're gonna we're gonna spring break this week. All right, have fun. It's all good because I'm just gonna say, have a wonderful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday morning, and I know. I'm not going to be able to talk to you until Monday. So, you know, happy Friday. Happy Saturday. Happy Sunday. Go into this weekend. I encourage all of you to go in this weekend with a couple of thoughts. Thought number one, every day, don't look for it. But if you see it, pick it up. That's right. Trash. Pick up some trash. I was on my run this morning, coming back, and there was just a giant Burger King bag. First, I checked it out, make sure there was nothing inside it that <laughs> like a dog shit or a human shit. If uh, you live in the SoCal area, we have a slight homeless problem, and uh, maybe other places too. But uh, our homeless problem, or where I live, uh, right above Fashion Valley, which is Mission Valley, there is the San Diego River. And so there are a lot of hiding spots along the river where a lot of... Uh, Homeless people seem to congregate, to put it nicely. And uh, they make their way up Ulrich Street a lot of the time, and, and that's kind of the last turn. I turn and run up Ulrich Street. That's the last part of my run. And uh, there's always just so much trash, and it really frustrates me. And a lot of the times they throw it over this fence. There's a chain-link fence, and they kind of throw it into the hillside. But if it's at your feet, come on. I'm gonna. I, I want to talk to some people around San Diego. I want to get into that shit. I want to. I want to figure out how we can get at least one trash can, two trash cans. The city allocates so much money. Cities seem to allocate a lot of money to pointless things, and then the things that you'd like to see them allocated, you're like, why aren't there more trash cans? I mean, shit. You got. You got a. You got a trash service coming and picking up our trash. Why don't we find these streets with spots where people? There's still the, the Ulrich Street is a high trafficked area. Cars and human trafficking. I, I see a lot of human foot traffic. Human trafficking. <laughs> no, foot traffic. Uh, people foot traffic going up the hill. Uh, a lot of them walk out of the neighborhood across the canyon and take the bus up or down because up is Linda Vista, down is Fashion Valley. And you would think, I would, I would want to put, why don't we have just a couple more trash cans? They have one next to the bus stops near Fashion Valley. Or around Fashion Valley Mall, because obviously they want to keep it clean. They want to make Fashion Valley Mall looking good. But what about Ulrich Street? You know? Come on. 
So I, I, I charge all of you. They used to say this when I was a Boy Scout. Uh, I charge you to uphold your commitment to blah, 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 fill in the blank. And uh, I think it's a point of pride now. A lot With all the, uh, you know, all the shit that's going down in the world and the Boy Scouts getting a lot of shit talked about and some of these things. Hey, I grew up in, in the 90s where, hey, I learned so much from being a Boy Scout. You don't like it? Tough shit. Tough shit. Hear that? That's a yellow pepper. I put those in my Bloody Marys to remind me to eat my veggies. And there's the Bloody Mary. All right, so... Now I gotta finish this yellow pepper. Damn it. I got a couple songs I've been checking out. I'm super juiced about them. If you don't like it, once again, tough shit. I think... I've been watching a bunch of stuff lately that has kept me kept me very aware that all of you should A, have a wonderful day, and B, as you're having your wonderful day, be you. I encourage you to be you. That sounds like a platitude. That sounds like, yo, Timmy, that's a giant scoop of vanilla ice cream. Where's the flavor? Well, the flavor is in being you is not so normal anymore. A lot of times I find people on social media that are presenting themselves in a way they think other people want to see them. And then there's a lot of people that get scared, like, oh, is this picture good? Is this picture not? I've gained a little weight during COVID. I've gained a lot of weight during COVID. Now that things are opening back up, I'm finally able to maybe shed it. I don't know. I've developed a drinking problem. I mean, this is serious shit. I'm making light of it, but it is serious uh, but just be you. Don't be afraid of the judgment. And also, you know, ain't nobody need to know all your business. If you don't want people to see your bathroom, don't take a picture of it. You don't want them to see your dirty fireplace, don't take a picture of it. They don't need to see that. It used to be when I was a kid, you had, you know, my parents, we had a a photo album cabinet that had all of our photo albums in it, all of our pictures. And then we had pictures hanging around the house, pictures of our family, presenting the best of our family. So when people come over, they see the pictures on the walls. They go, oh, it's nice, very nice, good things. Pictures of me playing Little League, pictures of my brother playing Little League, pictures of my dad uh, being... A Navy man, pictures of my mom being a Navy man, a Navy woman. You get it. But they didn't take a picture of all the bullshit. They didn't hang pictures and frame them on the side. Now you say, Timmy, this is a different day and age. People have their stories. They want you involved in their life. But if you don't, why? why? I get it. Trust you me, I get it. I'm a public figure. I play in a rock and roll band. I play music. I have a a podcast that you're listening to right now. I get it. But there are certain things that, uh, you know, don't get shared on air. I don't share when I get into an argument with my lady. I don't share about, um, you know, what I'm doing, uh, what I'm doing just randomly in between. I share stories with you guys, but, you know. You don't hear them all. And I don't hear all your stories. I have friends that I'm so close with. And they've been my best friends for years. 
and there are millions of stories that they have yet to share with me. So who cares? On that note, thank you for following me. <laughs> Thanks for following Timmy D in the industry. Like, subscribe, add on Buzzsprout. Follow me on Spotify. For all you Spotify listeners out there, thank you so much. The analytics are going up. I've been watching them go back up. Thanks for joining in. Enjoy us this weekend. I've got to double check some stuff. My computer's been a little finicky. Uh, I tried to upload. I, 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 me and technology don't mix. I actually said this to the FedEx chick the other day. She was, first of all, this girl was 10 bars on point. Like, A, st- I, I gotta I gotta go back and get her. She's at the FedEx down by my house over in Hazard Center. And this girl, bright blue hair, uh, nails perfect, was wearing her FedEx uniform or FedEx office, wearing her FedEx office uniform like she was about to conquer the world. I mean, perfect office pants, perfectly there was not a wrinkle in the FedEx shirt, and her shoes were on point. They were they were they weren't office shoes. They were like these black, they looked like slip-on but comfy shoes. Like she had like insoles in them or something, but they were still on point. My dad used to say this before. (laughs) I'd, I'd be in my baseball uniform playing Little League. My dad would tuck my shirt in. Come here, son. Look sharp, play sharp. I never forget that. Look sharp, play sharp. Look like what you are doing means the world to you. Yo, Timmy, I see you on stage and all your clothes are ripped up. Yeah, but those are my clothes and that's my story. I'm not trying to be anybody else. And then people see me in a sport coat. Take my lady out to dinner. I'm wearing a sport coat and some some nice jeans. Still got my boots on. Still got my fedora on. Still rocking my style. It's okay to look sharp. Look sharp. Play sharp. Be comfortable in your skin, but don't look sloppy. Don't look sloppy. I don't give a shit if you're like, well, my my whole brand is not giving a shit. Well, then give a shit about not giving a shit. They're going to have to put a parental advisory next to this on this one. To me, you said that you dropped the S-bomb a lot today. Look, that's why it's my podcast. I'm going to get into this. <laughs> I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to get into my my thoughts on the whole podcasting thing and this whole cancel culture thing. I have some thoughts on that, but I don't think now's a good time to talk about it. I think it's too much of a hot topic. And that's something else in my career that I've noticed. And I encourage you, and this circles back to you being you. Just be you. If you feel like talking about a hot topic, talk about a hot topic. If you think that too many people are talking about it and it just has become white noise, then shut it down. Do you. Pick up some trash this weekend. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Clean your city up. Let's get back to local because that's my big thing. I moved back down to San Diego in July of this year. Sorry, not this year, of 2020. God, where are we at? July of this year. July of 2020. And the last eight months of my life have been a breath of fresh air. 
I mean, California's been on lockdown, so it's not because like, oh, everything's open in San Diego, but LA, it's all shut down. No. What I mean is, is this is the city I grew up in. So I got close to home, and I started seeing things that really anchored in my heart, something that's been on my heart. When I was a kid growing up, there was I Love a Clean San Diego. That was a big push uh, back in the 90s. Uh, I Love a Clean San Diego. I remember being a kid, listening on the radio, and my mom driving us home from school, and hearing him say, this weekend, Star 105 or Star 100.7 is doing a I Love a Clean San Diego. We're picking up trash in Mission Bay, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, Dad. We're going to have the 100.7 radio truck out there. Mark Jagger and Christy are going to be signing autographs. Let it <laughs> But it means the world to me. And, and I, I think I'd like to be working a little bit more local, which is why I'm not planning on doing any crazy touring in the next couple years. We'll see. You know, there's probably going to be a couple tours in there. I am planning on doing some tours, like a month-long. I'm planning on doing a month-long tour at the uh, end of August into September. Cool. You know, maybe in August. I don't, we'll see. We'll see where I go. We'll see what I do. But I'm not really focusing on that. I really love the locality, and I'm going to work local. And I suggest all of you work local right now because it has been a rough last 12 months. I'll tell you that. It has been an interesting last 12 months. Wherever you are in this world, in this country, it has been an interesting last 12 months. It has been an interesting last 15 months. But I encourage you to get back to local. You know, find out why there's no trash cans on your street. How come How come nobody can't, when people are walking down the street, they can't throw out their burger bag? I carried that burger bag all the way up the street. Until I got back to my condo complex and then threw it in the trash. Because that's what we should be doing. Small things, little things. Timmy, what the hell does this have to do with Timmy D in the industry? Well, let me relate. When you are recording a record, you don't just record a whole record in, in a day. Even if it's a live album, you record the live album and then it gets sent to somebody to mix down the live album. Because even then, a live album... Like, if you look at Blink, okay, story time, bum, 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 and I'm going to tease story time, and I'll finish up the story after our commercial break, but I recorded my first real full-length album, two-tape, two-inch tape, analog, uh, in my old band, Remick. We actually did a full-length album before that, so that I don't want to lie. This is not the true truth, but... The album that we did before that was because a or not lie hyperbolize because the album we did before that was like a 12 song EP. It was done on ADAT tape. If you know what ADAT tape is, rock and roll, you know, the recording industry, you got a little bit of history. You're a recording history veteran. We recorded a five song EP before that in some guy's garage that had some early version of Pro Tools back in 2000. 2001, my uh, pop punk band records the Red, the White, and the Blonde. Fun fun record. We recorded that before Legally Blonde, the Red, the White, and the Blonde came out. So, yeah, that's right, Reese Witherspoon and all the people that produced that movie. My idea first. Kapow! 
But we go up to DML Studios and I see a gold record hanging on the wall as we're interviewing with Don. He's like, should I even record you guys? You guys know what you're doing. Let's get in the studio and work. But this gold record was the Blink-182 live album. I'm like, oh, why do you have that? He's like, because I mixed that live album. What do you mean you mixed that live album? Don't they just record it live? Little did I know. And we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, I'm going to finish the story up. Yeah! Timmy D in the Industry is proudly brought to you by Backstage360.com. Artist interviews, album reviews, featured content, press releases about that band you haven't heard from in a while, press releases about that band you can't stop hearing about. Get your 360-degree take on the music scene of today at Backstage360.com. Timmy D in the Industry is sponsored by Picture Frame Earring Displays. Neatly organize your earring collection on a picture frame earring display. Check them out at www.pfed.bigcartel.com. Once again, that's www.pfed.bigcartel.com. See what they're all about. Picture frame earring displays are easily customizable to fit your color palette for your room, closet, or wherever you may store your earrings and other jewelry. Grab yours today at www.pfed.bigcartel.com. And so I am asking Don all these questions. Well, how does it happen? Well, what they do is they have a truck that has, we're recording the live performance in real time. We have microphones in the audience recording the audience reaction. And we pretty much push play before the band even comes out on, or play, push record before the band even comes out on the stage. Then the performance happens. Bing, ba-bang, ba-bing, ba-bang, ba-boom. And then we bring those tapes back into the studio and start mixing and seeing where things sound a little bit shoddy. If you get a bad take, if you get a bad recording, if somebody didn't play it right. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Mark Hoppus uh, or Tom could elaborate on the recording of the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, or not Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Maybe they can elaborate more on the what nights those were they were recording on the Mark, Tom, and Travis show tour. I remember being in high school, early high school, watching that tour go down. Holy shit, it's been a long time. Yes, Grandpa Timmy, tell us about Blink-182 when they were cool. Yeah, they're still cool. I think. Maybe. Maybe they're not. You know who's always going to be cool is Alkaline Trio. Maybe that's why they invited Matt Skiba into the band, because Matt Skiba perennially exudes coolness. He's just cool. Where was I? Ah, yes. So, yeah, they mixed and recorded the album and maybe re-recorded some vocals, maybe re-recorded some guitars where they were a little bit shoddy, and boom, you've got a live record. Wow, that doesn't happen in a day. It took you a bit to get it done. Little by little. And that's why picking up just a little trash here, picking up a little trash there. I'm going to tell you one more quick little uh, tidbit of a story. I've read this story many a times. My mom told it to me the other day. I was visiting her saying hello to my mom and dad. Now that I live in San Diego, I'm not too far from them. They live in San Diego. If you want to go visit them, they're right near La Mesa. Say howdy. Over in the Lake Streets, as they call it. San Carlos, next to Lake Murray. Named after John Lake. Anyways, 
Little kid walking along the seashore. There's a bunch of starfish that have washed up along the shore. Hundreds, thousands, who knows? You can't count them. That's how many there are. This little kid's just walking down the shore, picking up starfish, throwing them back into the ocean, keeping them alive, throwing them back out there. Kid comes across an older man, and the older man's all like, son, you can't possibly throw all these starfish back into the ocean. What are you doing? Why does it even matter? And the kid picks up the starfish, one another starfish, chucks it back out into the ocean, into the waves, and he looks at the older man and says, well, it mattered to that one. There you go. Little by little. Do something good. Help somebody out. That's my charge to you this weekend. Help somebody out. Make it work. Rock and roll. Now on another note, because I'm going to get a little aggressive now, Getting aggressive now. Yeah. Who is that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, got a damn good show. That's my best Hodge Twins impersonation. Now I'm going to get a little aggressive because there's some things that have been bothering me. So I had to move one of my shows. And it reminded me of a story. Reminded me of a story because I've had to move shows around before. And, uh... I guess the, the title of this will be Do Something Good, and if you don't play, you don't get paid. When you want to get paid. You're out there, you need to get paid. There's a lot that goes into getting paid when you're playing these shows. This is specifically towards all of you solo and duo artists right now. If you're a solo act, cool. You know for a fact. you don't. It's like working construction. If you don't show up for work, you ain't getting paid. And if you show up for work and maybe the job got canceled that day, you ain't getting paid. Maybe if you have a nice foreman, he may take it out of the budget and be like, sorry, guys, it's raining heavy today. We're just going to call it. But uh, I know you're all looking forward to getting getting some work done today. So here's at least 50 bucks for your time for just showing up. Cool. You got a badass foreman there because you work in construction. If you show up and there ain't no work, you ain't getting paid. So what the hell is the problem? Musicians, take a clue. Take a clue from those other peeps out there. You think you're special? You show up, and if there's no work, you ain't getting paid. There's a lot of oil pipeline workers that just got laid off of work for their jobs. They ain't getting paid. So why do you think that if a job gets canceled, if a gig gets canceled, you should get paid? Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you, Ethan. This is cat that I played with. Cool guy. Great bass player. But, uh... I'm going to use his example, Ethan. Can't. I'm not going to expose his, his uh, full name on air, but uh, Ethan, this one's for you, buddy. Last year, a couple years ago, I was playing a show, had to cancel. Or actually, no, fuck that. I already told this story. But uh, long and the short of it is, he shows up late, doesn't play the gig. Why are you getting paid, son? You ain't getting paid. Showed up to Gallup, New Mexico. My voice was hurting. We only played two sets out of three sets. I got paid for two sets, not three sets. If you ain't playing, they ain't paying. It's that simple. And I need all of you musicians to start getting that through your head. Just because a gig gets canceled does not mean you should get paid. Like, yo, I had to cancel all this stuff. but Good for you. Guess what? How many people work at restaurants out there? I worked in restaurants. I worked at the Brigantine in San Diego. I loved working there. There were nights where they would put on two busboys in the bar and then I would show up and I would be there for an hour and they'd be like, Timmy, you're cut. 
what? You're cut. Go home. But I wanted to work. I wanted to make tips. Yeah, that's fine. But you're cut. There ain't enough people here. Ain't enough tables. We ain't making enough money. You're going home. Fuck. All right. All you musicians out there out there need to start swallowing your pride and stop demanding money when you ain't paying. Because Ethan showed up to that show and he was late and he shouldn't have booked himself. And he still demanded to get paid. And guess what? I'm a nice guy. Yo, here's some here's some money for your gas, for your troubles. Yeah, but I think I should get paid the full amount. Bruh, you got some balls. You got some balls, especially coming to a, to a cat. Yo, I'm a road dog. You don't talk to a road dog that way. So, Ethan, you're on blast now, motherfucker. <laughs> Two years later. Everybody goes, oh, that that's kind of mean, Timmy. <laughs> you know what? There's no remorse on that shit anymore. Like, I, I really, I, I want to bring people together, but I need to be real here with some of this stuff. You know, I'm telling you guys his last name. Anyway, it could be Ethan Ethan Hawk for all you guys know. It could be Ethan Hunt from bum, 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 bum. We all make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. I've chewed plenty of cats out in my band and, and pissed them off. But guess what? That's my money on the line. If you ain't playing, you ain't getting paid. If you ain't playing, they ain't paying. There it is, right there. If you ain't playing, they ain't paying. Get it through your head. If the gig gets canceled and you showed up, you're still not getting money. You got to eat it. How many times are you going to eat it until you go get another job? You go get another band that you play with. Because guess what? One of my buddies wasn't working as hard. And so every time he, I found out, like, the reason they would cut me is not that I wasn't working hard enough, because, but it was because of seniority. And after I was working at the Brigantine for a couple months, you know, tough shit. There's other people higher on the seniority ladder, so they're getting paid. They're working. If, there's, if it's between you and the person that's been there for two years and working their ass off, it's the person that's been there for two years that works their ass off. Guess who I call first when I have a show and I need my bass player to be there? Jake. Jake Corlang. You want to know why, Jake? I love you, man. There's been times where I've canceled shows and I haven't been able to pay them. Money's been tight. Then there's been time, and it's not me canceling the show. The gig gets canceled. It gets rained out. We're playing outdoors here in Southern California. Shit happens. But guess what? There's been times where, yo, dog, shit came up this weekend. I'm not going to be able to play the show, and uh, I'm Venmoing you right now. Be that kind of person that knows that you hold the responsibility. Yo, there's a lot on my shoulders. If I got to cancel this show, I've got two guys and a, and a tour manager that got to get paid. So I'm going to eat one giant shit sandwich and lose some money on this show. But that's on me. And that's not on them. And being a good boss is the kind of good boss or a good leader, a good front man, somebody who's running the band. If, the, if you have to cancel and other people were depending on that gig, you better be ready to pay them at least two-thirds of what you were going to pay them. Because now, here's what's up. If you get 72 hours notice, then you should at least pay them one-third of what they're going to get paid. Like, yo, it's four days to the show. Here's at least one-third of what I was going to pay you. Here's And in all honesty, I, I've, I paid Jake in full. Kent Beatty, Beatty, whatever you want to call him. Kent Beatty, Brother Deej, we were supposed to do this tour. Paid him in full for the first three days of the tour. Austin Ingerman, 
That sh- that tour got canceled at the last minute. Guess what? That boy got paid in full. And so did my drummer. And so did my bass player. <laughs> that shit sucked. I ate a giant sandwich of money shitting sandwich. But if you ain't playing, they ain't paying. And it is out of the goodness of your heart to make the determination as the leader of your group. Now, if it's out of your hands, then hey, we're eating a giant shit burger. But if it's in your hands, if it's because of you, accept that responsibility. Be that person that accepts responsibility. Because I will accept the responsibility, good and bad. I'll take the accolades. That's why I got trophies on my wall. That's why I got plaques on my wall. From winning song contests and stuff like that. But guess what? People see the trophies and the plaques and the presentation posters and they go, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, but you also don't see the thousands of dollars I have invested and lost or invested to get to where I am. All the musicians I've paid and hired that have come in and out of my life. It's frustrating. I envy those guys that are in bands that fully commit. There's pros and cons to everything. But long and the short of it, let's break it back down to the acoustic duos, trios, solos. If you ain't playing, they ain't paying. If I show up to a venue and it's an outdoor gig, and much like San Diego for the last couple days, it's been rainy, it's been cloudy, and I show up and they say, yeah, we're not going to, you're not being needed tonight, you can go home. Now, generally, that wouldn't happen because they would call you and be like, yo, patio's flooded, there ain't no way that we're holding a show out here on the back patio in the rain. Even if we put up tents, we're not. We're putting up tents for the customers, not you to play. Swallow that shit salad and accept it. You ain't getting paid. Show's canceled. Anybody's worked at a bar, a restaurant, knows that. Last minute you get called. Hey, man, we're calling you off. There's not, there's not as many reservations tonight. Why ain't I still getting paid? Because you ain't getting, you ain't playing. Because you ain't taking orders. Because you ain't working. We don't need you tonight. Go home. And if you don't like it, find another job. Find another band. You get the front man saying, hey, man, I got to cancel. Hey, man, I got to cancel. Rest assured, out of the thousands of shows I've played, i played over 1,700 shows in my career. So 1,000 plus 100. 1,100. If we ain't playing... They ain't paying. Now, I'm going to get into some of that other stuff later, but uh, Jake Corlang, hire that motherfucker. He's a great bass player. Kent Beatty, he's a great bass player. Hire that motherfucker. Those guys have showed up hell or high water how many times? They have made it work, and they're looking for work right now. Call them up. Get Jake in the studio with you. Bar none, one of the best bass players I've ever been able to perform with and record with and Ken Beatty well shit maybe we'll have a, a bass slap off we'll slap it the bass we'll have a bass slap off and you and Jake can slap it off <laughs> all right thanks so much for hanging out ladies and gentlemen have a great weekend let's get positive because I know I just I talked a bunch of shit and it's all good I make no apologies those are real stories Sorry, I'm sure there's plenty of real stories that you have to say about me if you know me, where it's like, yo, 
Timmy was being a, a Timmy was being angry at me. Now here's a crazy thing though. Before we go, I'm going to protect myself on this end. I would like to stand up loud and say that being a good boss is actually being a good leader. I don't stand behind people and tell them what to do. I get out in front and lead the charge. I expect those around me that work with me to do what I'm doing. Don't do your best, as Adam Carolla says. Do my best. If you're working with a boss who's just telling you what to do and not really showing you what to do, then there better be somebody around you under him that is above you that is working his ass off because he knows the reality of the job. But if you're the boss and you want to see your company go to the top, if you want to see your band, if you were the front man of a band and and you watch your drummer come and go, you got to get a new drummer. You watch your guitarist and your bass player come and go, and now you got to get a new guitarist or a new bassist, and you're still leading the charge. You're still writing the music. You're still doing the damn thing. Then be a good leader, not a good boss. Because being a great leader or a good leader will still make you an excellent boss. Lead by example. Do the good thing. Show people what it's worth. Start on the micro. Start with you. Stop telling other people what to do and just do what is right with you. Pick up some trash. Go local. Find your community leaders and get some trash cans installed. Find those bars around your town and play a couple shows. Do do some shows for free. I got a free show coming up soon uh, over in La Mesa. I'll give you guys the details. I actually got two free shows coming up there. And all proceeds are going to be going. Well, I'm going to keep this on the hush-hush. I'm going to stop it there. But uh, we're going to be donating proceeds from that uh, to a certain cause. So uh, I'll get into that later. But I want you all to have a good weekend. Be well. Be safe. Be a good leader. Be a good example. Remember, show up. Because if you ain't playing, you ain't getting paid. If you ain't playing, they ain't paying. I love you guys so much. I really do. I appreciate all the support. Like, add, subscribe, Timmy D in the industry. Follow my band, Pullman Standard. Follow me, Timmy D. You can find me on Facebook and on Instagram, Captain underscore Timmy D. And uh, until then, if a task once begun, never leave it till it's done. Be that labor, big or small. Do it well or not at all. Thanks for hanging out today, everybody. My name is Timmy D. Thank you. Let's rock and roll. All right. Who's in the mood for some sublime? <laughs> Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Baby, when you grab a hold of me, tell me that I'll never be set free. I'm a parasite. Creeping, crawling, stepping through the night Two pints of booze Tell me, are you a bad fish, too? Are you a bad fish, too, yeah? Ain't got no money to spare I hope this night will never end Lord knows I'm weak Won't some for this ring Baby, you're a big blue Grab the reef when all the diving fish mm-hmm. I swim, but I wish
wish I never learned The water's too polluted with germs So I dive deep when it's ten feet over it And grab the reef underneath my Underneath my bed Ain't got no cause with God Ain't got no time to get Like that? <laughs> All right, feel free to dance around a bit. Here we go. siren sound. Thank you, thank you. Give it up, give it up. (laughs) 